0: Bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. My fantastic trainer and friend, Dana Gatinella, she would rave about this show. She said, oh my gosh, have you seen Extreme Weight Loss? You've got to see it. It's fantastic. And I said, oh no, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. It's a few years ago. And then I saw it. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this guy, Chris Powell, holy cow, the work that he is doing with people, he's looking at their emotional health. He's spending a year with them. He's not making them run on a beach the day he meets them when they're, you know, haven't worked out in years, if you know what I'm saying. He is just absolutely fantastic. And so is his wife, Heidi and Chris Powell are joining us today. We're going to be talking about some great family-friendly nutrition. And I am just so jazzed. Hi, Chris. Hi, Heidi.
1: (laughs) Hello. how's it going?
0: How are you? It's good. I am so excited. How are you guys?
1: Good. We are so excited to be here today with you. Thank you for watching the show. Yes.
0: Oh, the show is amazing. Oh, my daughter and I would watch it. And then my husband and I would watch it. And we'd watch it again. You know, I have to say, I mean, I've been in the health field for 25 years. And there's just a lot of things going on on TV where I feel like that's not right. And that they're pushing people too hard. or This isn't the right way to do it. And when I saw you, I thought, oh, my gosh, he's really genuine. He connects with the people he wants to know about their emotional reasons for eating. I love that got it, it into people's trauma and their background and all the things that I learned uh, in my training. I have, I used to be a trainer, but I also have a master's in public health and meeting people where they're at. And I just thought, wow, this is such awesome. a good example of how to make a real change, right? in healthy lifestyle. You know, Chris, I'd love to know how you got in Heidi, Thank tell you. us after how you guys got started in healthy living and training and all this good stuff.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, um, do, do you want to go first? You want go for too? it. Go for it.
2: You oh, lead the wow. way. Okay.
1: So, well, if, if we've got enough time here, I mean... <laughs>
2: this this get, might be about an hour. You'll okay
1: that? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, give it up Or two. I'm having you I'll back in a few notes. weeks, though. So. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll, I'll give you the cliff Notes version. Um, well, okay. I, I was introduced to fitness a long time ago, when I was... I was the tiniest kid in school growing up and I was picked on a lot. And um, I remember when I was 14, I tried out for the football team and um, I just got absolutely crushed out there. And it it kind of broke my spirit. My parents saw that. And I remember coming home from school, this is uh, early sophomore year and um, all of the living room furniture had been cleared out. And instead there was a weight set sitting in the middle of the living room floor. And again, when I said I was like the tiniest kid in school, I was the smallest by a long shot. So I came from the opposite end of the spectrum and, when I came home and saw this weight set sitting in the middle of the living room floor, I'm like, "What the heck am I supposed to do with this thing?" And it just—it turned into a daily <laughs> thing. After after school every day, um, I would come home and I would start, you know, just challenging myself. And after a month, I looked in the mirror and I started to see muscles. And it was the first time in my life I actually felt empowered. And and it was actually it was that brought that to me. And and I thank God for my parents that they recognized that in me and they saw my struggle. And they gave me a tool to, to kind of lift myself out of it. And that was the beginning of my passion for fitness right there. And from 14 on, I was just so uh, excited about getting every muscle and fitness magazine and strength magazine. And I learned all, all the gym science. Ended up going to Arizona State. Got my degree in exercise science and physiology. And so that's where my passion came from. And because the exercise and fitness changed my life, that's why I was so excited about giving it giving the gift of that and bringing that gift to other people. And, um, it was after I graduated, I actually landed the gig. as a good morning, Arizona fitness pro. And so I was on the morning news every Monday morning talking about, you know, um, running a faster 40 yard dash and, you know, bench press and, you know, all the weight loss stuff. And after a few months of that, it was crazy because I started getting all these emails coming in from people who you know, with our local Arizona natives, and but they were writing in saying, I need your help. I'm 400 pounds. I'm 500 pounds. And, and I, I couldn't stop thinking about it because the thing is I, I you never see any of those individuals out and about. And I started True. responding to some of these people via email. And the common denominator is that they, they prided themselves on being invisible. And they would stay in their homes until late at night. Uh, some of them had been stuck in their homes for a long time, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I, when I say I started getting some emails, it wasn't just some; it was like, I, don't, you know, in in any given month, I would probably get thirty or forty emails from individuals that are four hundred fifty five hundred pounds, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And there's one in particular, uh, gentleman. He was my same age, and um, he was six hundred thirty pounds. And at the time, I was twenty four years old. And he said, the doctor just left my house. And he said, I'm not going to live to C30. And this isn't the life that I wanted for myself. I want to fall in love. I want to get married. I want to have kids. And, and just, I'm stuck in this prison. Um, and I ended up a week later, I drove out to his house. And I said, look, dude, I, I have no idea where this is going to go. I just want to meet you. So we sat down on the couch. And after 10 minutes, I said, you know, I have no idea exactly what I'm doing here. But I'll see you on Tuesday." showed up every other day for two years and he ended up losing 400 pounds, became my best friend. We ended up living together for two years after that. It changed my life far more than it ever changed. He he went from 630 pounds down to 230 pounds. Great looking guy. God, girlfriend. Ended up, he he got certified to be a trainer, started dating the front desk girl. They ended up moving in together. (laughs) I mean, it just, and, and that completely changed my life. Um, and, and that was the beginning of, of my work with the Super Obese and helping people through real life transformation. And, um, you know, fast forward a couple of years and I ended up meeting Heidi at a self-improvement seminar and she was a former trainer and also passionate, been a single mother of two and also passionate about helping people change their lives. And so we combined forces and, and we went from there.
0: Oh, that yep, is there. awesome. <laughs>
2: He was just queuing me to take over. I'm like, oh, I I mean, Chris's story is so amazing and so great. Mine is, to to follow his, it's like, really, that's it? That's how you got into this? (laughs) 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 So, I mean, mine's very short. Um, Yeah, I I actually grew up in a very active and fit family myself. I grew up in a family probably very similar to how our kids are growing up today. My mom and dad both worked out, and I was a gymnast, and um, I ended up training right out of high school when I was 18, did that for just about one year just at the local LA fitness and I realized it, it was frustrating for me as a teenager. Number one, I, I was struggling with at the time an eating disorder that ended up extending. it was I was about five years into an eating disorder that extended another five years beyond that. Um, and then it was also frustrating to be in a gym setting, 18 years old didn't really know how to influence people very well. I could tell them what to do, for the 30 minutes that they were with me. But when they went home for the remaining 23 and a half hours of the day, they would do whatever they wanted. And so results just weren't happening. Um, I think, too, I lacked a lot of just life skills in general on how to guide people to true change. I think that just took my own life experience. So fast forward, really, I, I think some of the most incremental and really influential years of my life were the ones where I was struggling myself. And my eating disorder, I ended up having two kids. And um really found myself at a rock bottom after I got divorced, um, two kids later. And that's where I, I knew something needed to change in my life. And I at the time I was in real estate, I had stopped training. I was still active, I was still running boot camps on the side. But I ended up landing myself at that self improvement seminar where I met Chris. And it was at that time. I, 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 I was a fitness junkie myself, but not really into the business. But it was that time where I'm like, okay, hey, now is time to rebuild my life from the ground up. Chris and I immediately became best friends. And I think it was like the second time I hung out with him. He's like, hey, I'm really bad at business. I don't know what I'm doing. I want to change the world. Here's my vision. Here's what I'm doing. I was just so inspired by the person that he was and all he was accomplishing. I was like, I ended up working with and for him really for free for the next few years just because I was so inspired by what he was set out to accomplish on earth, you know, in his time on earth and he is the one that inspired me to get recertified again as we started working together on so many different things and fast forward a few years, the show started and, you know, he found himself a little bit overwhelmed working with eight people at one time. Soon enough, it was 24 people at one time. So... I very quickly jumped into behind the scenes on the show. He would train on camera and I would kind of help him pick up the pieces and keep it all together off camera. And then over time by about season three, the producer saw that and they were like, Oh my gosh, I love that you guys are a tag team duo. Let's go ahead and show that. Let's showcase that on yes, TV. What's great. really happening. And you know that that's the rest is history. That's how it all happened.
1: Yep. And <laughs> wow. we love you know, Heidi, every I loved single
2: it. second of it.
0: Well, see, I would love to have you back to talk about your eating disorder and how you maintain being in the industry when there's a lot of pressure on how yeah. we look, right? And then also balancing yeah. healthy eating with – because, you know, I did a whole show on another show I do for a called Naturally Savvy on orthorexia. And I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds like me. And I've had to be oh really my careful about – the clean eating thing, uh, because I do tend to get a little nutty. And my yeah. my husband's like, okay, pull back, have a cookie. It's okay. The world's not gonna end, you know, so yeah, it's, it's tricky. So yeah. I'm really curious about that. So when, you're, when you come back another show, I definitely I want to have you guys on as much as you want. I really want to talk about yes. that. Because I think it must I'm just curious if it's a, if that's a struggle.
2: You know, I Yes, I would love to come back on to talk about that one quick thing I will say I was actually and I sure. don't even know if I've ever even shared this with Chris. But I'm sure, as you know, um, eating disorders are like any other addiction. And it's, there's really, you're never recovered. You're always recovering, right? And I think if you ever think you are fully recovered, you're setting yourself up for failure. And that's how it goes with anything like that. So I always, even though now I feel like I'm over it, I have to remind myself that I'm not greater than my addiction. You know, I I, I, I am greater than it, but that also... At any point in time, if I'm not aware and on top of it, that can come back to bite me in the butt. And I know that. I I love that because I can relate then to the people that we work with. It's what I deal with and what I have dealt with in my life is almost identical (laughs) to that which a food addict deals with. It's just for me, I found ways to get rid of my food or restrict my food. So my addiction wasn't apparent on the outside like theirs is. But there really is nothing different in how, you know, the our, what our behaviors are, what our patterns are, what our um, temptations are, et cetera. Now, as far as being in the business, what I was going to say, I don't know that I've ever told Chris, but I remember being terrified when I first found out I was going to be on camera because I thought, oh my gosh, what if that pressure turns me back oh. into the Heidi that I was years ago? Because I, I was always so self-conscious about the way that I looked and how... Um, I was perceived by people and I, I, I mean, this is one of these, those things I don't want to get too far into because I'll sit here and cry because I'm just so grateful somehow, some way it has actually done the exact opposite for me and being, um, kind of, maybe it's the busyness of the life. We're just so crazy busy and maybe it's that I have four kids now and I, I know I have two of those are girls that look up to me and my habits. Um, so it really makes me mind my P's and Q's but I feel like my lifestyle and what we're doing has actually helped me recover better, believe it or not. But I think a lot oh, plays into that and we can definitely talk about that at some point.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, you know, I wanted to say, and my listeners are probably going, Oh boy, here she goes again, talking about how not only was I picked last in gym, Chris, so you can relate, oh, but I got the photo yeah, yeah. who got stuck with me. Like, Oh, we don't no, want her. No, Oh my no, God. No. I was like oh, the most skinny, yeah. gawky, uncoordinated kid. And then my senior year of high school, I started swimming on my own, not for the school. And I was really, really good. And cause I'm all arms and legs and I'm really tall. And I just, yeah. that's a good thing. Know, I discovered <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. But I just wish I discovered it sooner. Like it's so cool. Chris, what your parents did. What my mother did is she, cause I had scoliosis, she sent me to this really intense yoga guy and I wasn't. In it mindfully, I didn't understand it, and it hurt, and I didn't like it. And she's like, "You have to do your yoga." And I'm like, "No, this isn't working for me. I want to, I want to go with your parents.
1: <laughs> I want the waste <laughs> all right. so
0: today we're going to be talking about family-friendly nutrition. Okay, because you know I have a 13-year-old, and she eats a lot of good foods, and we, you know, all of our meals are whole foods and stuff. But she does like her good for you sweets, and yeah, I mean, it's a challenge. Like right now, she's at a friend's house where I know they give her junk. And at
2: first she'd come home and she'd
0: say, she's like, mommy, I ate blah, blah, blah. I'm like, honey, don't tell me. She's like, I have to tell you everything. And I said, okay. She's like, why do you get mad? I'm like, you're right. You're right. So today I said, they're going to feed you lunch and they're going to probably give you some junk. And you know what? It's okay. Because if you go too, you know, nutty, then you're going to give them a complex, right? So talk to us about how you balance all this and also meal press with your kids. And then what are some of your favorite recipes? Cause it's foodie Friday.
1: Of course. Well, first and foremost, thank you for not making a big deal of your child-eating junk food because we have mm-hmm. learned in our experience. And, I mean, Heidi through her own personal experience. I actually came from a family where it was um, you know, basically um, everything had to be organic, healthy, et cetera. So uh, very restrictive in, in, in my household. And I was that kid that I would love to go over to a friend's house. And when they would, I would literally eat a whole box of Fruity Pebbles. I would clean out, you know, all their Twix and their Oreos because, like, I didn't know, I didn't know when I was going to get it next, and so, exactly. it's like, sure enough, oh my gosh, yeah, and, and that's exactly what yeah. these, what happens with these kids How when you restrict them. Because here's the deal: the reality of this situation is that they're going to be exposed to these foods, whether you like it or not. And yes. when the, the the bigger the deal that we make of those foods, the more we're going to give those foods meaning to them in their mind. And so, and this is actually something that Heidi taught me early on when we were working with a lot of our participants, um, because there's a common denominator among most of them. You know, yes, we're working with them, they're 500, 600 pounds, and a lot of people think, oh my gosh, then they must have been overweight ever since they were a child. A lot of them not so much, or they struggle with the weight a little bit, but their parents, out of concern, would put these kids on restrictive diets. They would make such a big um, deal of the food that they are eating, and it created that much more of an issue because they placed so much more emotional um, emotional power around those foods and so that they would obsess over them. And so, yes, thank you so much for saying, hey, you know what, it's not a big deal. Go ahead and expose your kids to these foods. In fact, in our household, we've got junk food readily available, um, but the biggest thing that we, we just simply have rules around it because we the more accessible it is, Um, the more the kids become desensitized to it. We don't make a big deal of it at all whatsoever. But the biggest thing is that if you want a cookie, if you want some chips, if you want a popsicle, let's eat some power food first.
2: You know, and I think I just have to speak about the parents that do put their kids on diets. These parents really do think that they're doing what's best for their child. Like they they care about their child. They're worrying about them. And I, as a, a child of two parents that really cared about nutrition growing up. I can attest. I know my mom and dad, my mom's actually listening to this right now. She's here in the house with us, but I know they cared so much about my health and my fitness. And so they were always encouraging us, Hey, let's eat salads. Let's do this. I don't think that they ever worried about me having a weight problem, but just out of pure concern of wanting me to do what's to eat healthy foods like they were, they would push me that direction. Well, what it did in my mind without them knowing, and it wasn't their fault, but it made me think, okay, so if I eat the Oreos in front of them, they're not going to love me as much. Something's wrong with me. And so I would do exactly what Chris did. I knew that they didn't necessarily love the Oreos or love the soda. So when I would leave the house, I would eat as much as I could of anyone else's that I could find around me. And it really did create this awful, really it led to like a binge purge pattern for me, a bad behavior. And and feeling like, um, I think so, some kids too that I've come across that actually are put on diets, they tend to feel like they're not lovable if they aren't a certain weight or if they're not this. The so one thing I highly encourage parents to do is not put emphasis on the number on the scale or ever say the word fat or thin to their child, no. but no. maybe instead put the emphasis on health and power. fitness and power and feeling good. And that's what we try and do with our kids. It's like, hey, and most of this just comes from experience that I've had, you know, with two older kids now with all four kids that we have together. Um, but it's just like Chris said, if, if they want a piece of cake, we're going to let them have a piece of cake as long as they've had some healthy foods prior to and eat, they haven't had a ton of sugar during the day. Now, the best part about yeah, it is when I the agree. kids do eat cake or ice cream, they'll usually take a couple bites and then they're done.
1: Well, we used some really cool physiological tricks oh, nice. before that. So, yeah, yeah our, our rule is always protein first. And the reason is that protein is the most immediately satiating macronutrient. So, if they're going to have some sort of uh, protein source, then as soon as they consume that, they're going to start filling themselves up. And then... Once they've eaten their protein first, give it a few minutes. And then we're like, oh, yeah, if you want to the cake, then you have a cake. And a lot of times, if you don't make a big deal of it, they'll have a couple bites of the cake. And they're like, okay, I'm full. You don't say, oh, good, good for you for not finishing the cake. No, because now we're placing too much feeding on it. We just yeah, take the cake right. and throw it in the trash. <laughs> okay. Right? And so oh, really, goodness. it's not good. or something so think about. <laughs> it is. But as Tara, there like, is. There is. Oh,
0: my there. gosh. It is. So well, you know, big. it's funny because and, I my mother was a health food nut, too. And so I would buy so many thin mint cookies, like every drawer, every nook of my room, I would <laughs> yes. hide food and then oh, she yes. would hide, she that. would hide food in her closet because she didn't want us to eat yes. it. And then it would make me want it more. And then you're going to sneak yes. food. Yes. it. it just sets up a whole, yes, 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 yes Oh
1: yes. my yeah. goodness. Yeah. I mean, right? we, we can't really talk about that without diving into it. It's all the psychological aspect of it. This is all human behavior 101.
0: So what's your go-to protein for you and your kids?
2: So for us and the kids, we actually love to keep bulk prep chicken around the house. So any kind of bulk prep lean meat is amazing. So what we do, trick of the trade, every Sunday and Wednesday, we will bulk-prep a ton of chicken, chicken breast. We'll also do a ton of extra lean ground turkey, really anything we think we're going to be using to piece together meals throughout the week. So then it keeps health and nutrition skew for simple and convenient. Um, also, though, one of the biggest tricks is having low-fat string cheese available because, believe it or not, it is one of the best source, the most convenient sources of protein that our kids love to eat.
1: Yeah, and it's super fast. Grab and go. There's no prep involved or anything. But going back to the chicken thing, I know a lot of people think, oh, I got to do chicken breast, chicken breast, chicken breast. Here's something that I started exploring with chicken thighs. Believe it or not, there's just a couple more grams of fat, and there's so much more flavor. The kids love it that much more. And I tell you, like, most chefs that are worth their salt, they're going to offer a thigh over a breast just because it brings that much more flavor to the table.
0: So what kind of spices do you like to use when you're cooking?
2: You know, one of the best things is actually seasoning it with something that is salt-free, and then you can add sea salt yourself whenever you want, like so after the fact, because when you're adding it yourself, it actually makes it that much more flavorful. I, I love, though, just plain Mrs. Dash and sea salt. It keeps it so simple. I know Chris actually likes it. What's the one that you like? <laughs> so this is
1: one seasoning. And this has been my go-to for probably about six months now, and it is amazing. And It's just good old-fashioned. You can know, go Lowry's Seasoning Salt. Oh, they make mean, oh a, my gosh. Uh, I grew up with that. <laughs> oh, oh, my That's gosh. So funny. It's, right? It is so delicious. They've got a, a low-sodium. Uh, seasoning salt now and it is money and it, i put it on everything from the chicken to the turkey to the rice to whatever and it is absolutely delicious
2: and one other oh thing gosh. i want if... to oh, don't don't oh, be go ahead. scared of the sauces because it's like adding a little bit of barbecue sauce or marinara sauce or salsa chicken or any kind of meat oh, yeah. really will flavor it up i can do that my kids will have a bed of rice a side of veggies, and some kind of lean meat on top with just a little bit of marinara sauce. They love it. So don't be afraid of the sauces. Just don't overdo it.
1: And real quick, when it comes to to getting protein into our kids, especially for the kids with the sweet tooth, another thing that we love to do is we love to make fruit smoothies. And we'll just take a scoop of whey protein or half a scoop of whey protein, a little bit of frozen veggies, or not frozen veggies, frozen fruit, you can also take a little yeah. bit of spinach or something if you're trying to sneak some uh, some greens in there. We just yeah, and then just throw them in the blender, and then they, it is absolutely delicious, and the kids love it. And it's, we just call it, you know a fruit smoothie or a fruit milkshake, and they go bananas for that stuff. Plus, it really does fill them up, and you know that they're filling up on something really good. Then when we do talk about okay, if you want that piece of cake, if you want that cookie, whatever, they're already full when they start eating it, so they're a lot more likely to eat a lot less of it.
0: Oh, that is so good. Well, I wanted to say I'm a huge avocado person. I love avocado oil. And if you guys haven't tried yes. Avohas, it's uh, www.avohass.com. They have a chili infused, garlic infused, lime infused. And I just pour a little bit of that on some chicken or I'll saute some vegetables in it. And it gives it that nice flavor. And it's a great healthy fat because I I love my healthy fats. It is oh so, my gosh, so, that so good.
2: amazing! Yeah, that you got to try so it,
0: Avohas.com.
2: Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, we'll you know, have to check that out. Another thing we've been doing yeah. a lot of, we actually just bought a big bulk pack bulk pack of um, it's pre portioned hummus from Costco. It is mm-hmm. so amazing on all of yeah, chicken. Oh, it, it my kids absolutely love it. So yeah, just I mean it's a similar Ooh, flavor great. to like the Haas Avocado guacamole pack. So good.
0: Oh, I love those, too. Yeah, it's so (laughs) nice. Well, you guys are fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I want to talk to you all day. They're going to be back in a couple of weeks on Talk Healthy Today. We're going to be talking fitness. And then, honestly, you guys could come on every week. We would have so much fun. Tell us all the ways we can find you on your very active. I love your social media stuff. I follow
2: you everywhere. Tell us where we can find you. (laughs) Thank you. Well, on social media, Chris is at Real Chris Powell on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I am at Real Heidi Powell on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, also, I would say 100% go follow at Fresh by Transform because that is the new food line that we are coming out with that keeps food <gasps> mm-hmm. convenient, fresh, affordable, mm-hmm. totally delicious. So yeah, we, we launched that in just a couple weeks now.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so you're going to have to come back and talk about that. I want to thank everyone for listening. This is so much fun. Talk Healthy Today. Follow us on Twitter and Snapchat at Talk Healthy. the number two day. Instagram at Talk underscore Healthy underscore Today. And Facebook at Talk Healthy Today Podcast. Such a joy to have Chris and Heidi Powell. Can't wait to talk with them again. Everyone, thanks for listening and stay well.